Well, that didn't go according to plan. The Astros find themselves in a 0-1 hole in the ALCS. They take Framber Valdez to the mound tomorrow. The offense hopes to show up. We'll talk about Jose Altuve's base running blunder, how Jordan Montgomery locked up these hitters, and what the Astros need to do to respond to even up the series before they go back to Arlington on this ALCS edition of Locked on Astros. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Stros. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day, even after a loss. Brett, where can you find you at tonight? They can find me at H John Wheelhouse on Instagram, on X, and on TikTok. They can find me at Stros411 on Instagram, Facebook, X, and TikTok. Always positive, positive. I still love the Astros no matter what they do. Always Stros. Uh, guys, I know tickets are kind of hard to get right now, and it's. Uh, I know Brett actually used the Game Time app to get to today's game, and uh, he got tickets that are actually cheaper than um, uh, like a few days ago. Then you waited till today. But guys, if you're trying to get tickets to the tomorrow's game, Game Two of the ALCS, go and check out the Game Time app. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. And guys, thank you for making Locked on Astros podcast your first listen every day, whether it's on YouTube. Uh, go and give us a thumbs up. Go and give us a like. Uh, go and make us one of the most subscribed to Locked on MLB podcast out there. Just go and tell your friends and just go and pass the word around and go and become every day or somebody that listens to our podcast every day and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, Wherever you listen to your podcast, go and check out the Lockdown Astros podcast. And yeah, this was one of those games that was kind of like, all right, is this for real? Just when you think you have some momentum going, Jose Altuve kind of run. You you have a Rollis Chapman, the guy that the Astros mm. own. You have him up there with Alex Bregman up there, and he hits a deep drive, and Evan Carter makes this unbelievable catch. And then Jose Altuve forgets or doesn't tag touch the base. And uh, yeah, that was frustrating. And, but it wasn't, I'm not going to blame this game on Justin Verlander. Yes, he gets the loss in this game, but he only allowed two runs. You have to score runs to win a game. And the Astros offense did not do that. Jordan Montgomery, he went out there and pitched his butt off. So did Justin Verlander. One of them, just one of the teams to score two more runs than the other team. And <laughs> the team that scores more runs is always going to win, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it just it just came down to X's and O's in this game. It just came down to who was going to, you know, break through with a run. And that, that, that one run early, um, you didn't think it was insurmountable, even when it's 2-0. That, that's not an insurmountable lead. Right. And you had kind of touched on Chapman. Um, I want to I want to touch on that a little bit later because I just want to talk about these at bats. Um, I was going back looking at the at bat 
um, app, the MLB at bat app. And I was looking at my MLB press box stat page and I was just looking, I looked at that first strikeout by Jordan Alvarez and he just, he was not the Jordan Alvarez. That is the guy that is patient in the box and swings. There was one pitch that he literally took was standing there, had no intentions of swinging whatsoever, but it was the only ball that he really saw in the zone. And it was very hittable. They watched a lot of first pitch. I know they were sinkers, but they were in the zone. And so you you wonder what they were sitting on with Jordan Montgomery, but they used the term off balance, and he just did a hell of a job keeping these hitters off balance. Um, it is it, it was just one of those games. I mean, you got to tip your hat to the Rangers. They they've got a 21 year old stud rookie. Um, you know this kid out there in left field, Evan Carter. Um, phenomenal job. He actually said after the game that he spoke with Robbie Grossman about playing there. And Robbie Grossman gave him some tips how to play that portion of the outfield. And gosh dang it, it it, it came to fruition. And um, the curse what of Robbie s- Grossman. <laughs> yeah, the curse. Of, oh, yeah, I don't want to start something new. But um, look, someone mentioned it earlier, a, a wasted Justin Verlander start. You know, Justin Verlander, there were fans in the stands saying, oh, he's he's no good. He's no good in the playoffs. And I'm like, he's only given up two runs. Like, now he didn't record a strikeout to like the fourth or fifth inning. Um, he he got them to ground into a double play, which that's like his fourth double play in two playoff games, which is pretty phenomenal because he only had two all season. The offense just is is a ghost of itself right now. Like, I mean, Kyle Tucker is looks, I mean, he's batting 111. Right. Um you know, when you have Maldonado up in the fifth inning, bases loaded, and he strikes out. I mean, you had chances. Um, but, again. Three straight hits. and Yeah. Just- I mean, we we had the opportunities, and we were getting guys on base with two outs. And it just, look, baseball is going to baseball. And and if, if if you guys watch as much as we do, and you followed baseball as long as we have, you know that baseball is prone to break your heart. You are prone to fail and fail multiple times. This team has been down by a shutout in the 2019 ALCS where they came back and beat the Yankees. And then in the 2022 World Series, and I know this isn't the same team, but they were shut out by the Phillies at home in the 2022 World Series. So this isn't uncharted territory for the Astros. But right. one thing that still amazes me, Eric, the Rangers have yet to lose an ALCS game in their team's history. That's pretty freaking impressive, and it kind of pisses me off, to be honest. <laughs> well, I'll be happy to go and break that trend, and that uh, that trend's going to be probably broken tomorrow uh, with Framber Valdez on the mound. And uh, you can catch all the play-by-play action on SiriusXM. Just download the SXM app and search Astros. Uh, the play-by-play is going to be uh, – the game's going to start at 3.37. It's going to be kind of a later start, uh, but uh, we need to change that to actually Monday. Uh, but, uh, well, yeah, it's going to be well, – Why did you start? Good. I, I just w- was talking about it. I just decided okay. to go and throw oh, it okay. out there. So, But uh, okay. game time is going to be 3.37, and I know I'm going to be going there. I'm excited about the game. Uh, hopefully it will be a better outcome. And – I know a lot of people are worried about from about this because sometimes he's good. Sometimes he's not. But what I'm really excited about from this game 
is Justin Verlander. We're seeing a whole different Justin Verlander. Yes, he gave up the two runs, but he went out there and he said after the game, he said, guys, this is a good team. The the, uh, Rangers have a a good lineup. He said the problem that presents is that this lineup is so deep that you can't focus on a pocket of hitters and say, if I don't let them beat me, I'll be good. Every one of their guys has the opportunity to beat you. You got to be on your game one through nine. And so that's what Justin Verlander said about the Rangers. He says that they have a deep lineup. The Astros have a deep lineup too. Maybe uh, Martin Malnado is the lone weakness, even though he got the first um, a hit of the game. He had a hit or do you walk? I forgot. It, it was so long ago. No, he did not. No, so he did not have a hit, Eric. No, he had a no, big he, strike. He had a walk. He had a walk. Yeah, he had a walk. He, a massive yeah. strikeout when bases were loaded. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's fine. It just, I'm, I guess I was just like, I know. Uh, well, and look, first hit. That's right. And, and the problem with Diaz pinch hitting in the seventh, he hasn't had hardly any at bats. It, it, it's almost like, it's almost like he's set up for failure because he doesn't have a ton of experience in these right. situations. And that's why a lot of people were calling for him to have more at bats so that when he comes to, to times like this, oh, for seven. he doesn't look so overwhelmed and so out of place. I mean, he just did. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't know. I just, that's why that's why I question some of the roster moves in the ALCS. You know, Jake Myers has experience in the flipping playoffs. I, I'm sorry, John Singleton does not, and that's neither here nor there, him or Greg Kessinger. But tonight, Mauricio Dubon put the bat on the ball. They were hitting the ball, but they were just hitting them right to people. Line drives everywhere. And it was like oh, they were balls. yeah, yeah. And you move that ball six feet to the left. Alex Bregman, he ties the ball game. It's two to two. And so that's, look, you hate to go out like this. I don't anticipate Jordan Alvarez having another game like this. But listen, if you're going to go to the game, you might as well get the game time app. I, I promise you, you won't go wrong. I absolutely loved it. I used it to get my ticket to game one of the ALCS. And they have great like last-minute tickets, flash deals. If you decide tomorrow at lunch that you want to go to the Astros game, Get in your car, go to the stadium, park, get there early enough so you can park cheap and kind of close, and then go to the game time app. And you don't have to worry about how much you pay for parking because your ticket will be at a really good price. They're easy to find. You can buy these tickets, and it's not just baseball. It's football. It's basketball. It's plays. It's um, any kind of entertainment you can think of, concerts, um, comedy shows. And what's great is they show you the view from your seat so you know what you're buying. You know exactly what you're getting. Um, All in prices show your total up front so you know what you're getting. You know the great deal that you're getting. And they have deals right up to when you walk. You can literally be walking up to Minute Maid Park and buying your ticket. Zone deals are great. And if you find the same location, like same row, same section, and a cheaper price on a different site, they'll credit you 110 percent the difference and put that in your account so you can go get more tickets so download the game time app today create an account and use the code locked on that way you can get twenty dollars off your first purchase and make sure that you create the account locked on mlb l-o-c-k-e-d on mlb 
Download it today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Yes, um, and definitely uh, catch the play-by-play action on SiriusXM uh, like we talked about earlier. 3.37 start time tomorrow. Just download the app, SiriusXM, SXM, and search Astro. So um, I want to talk about a couple of big plays in today's game. Um, I know that one of them was Alvarez. Uh, we all know Alvarez as the big clutch guy. They got to hit, uh, what, four home runs and uh, like a matter of, what, three games in the ALDS, something like that. But this guy is clutch. This guy is Mr. Um, playoffs. And it just seems like whenever it's a big situation, he comes up. So in the third inning, you had um, runners on first and second, two outs, and the Rangers were up one to nothing at the time. And so Martin Maldonado had walked. Uh, Bregman had put him at uh, first and second. And then he battled Montgomery for like seven pitches. And then he went ahead and swung and missed. And he, it was it wasn't even close. And it was kind of one of those rare misses where you you he looked bad. And so I maybe Jordan Montgomery is that one lefty that Alvarez is going to struggle against. And he looked bad in his other bat against Montgomery too. And we've seen kind of Tucker throughout the playoffs this year kind of struggle as well. So that was a big at bat. I know a lot of people are going to say that Martin Maldonado uh, in the was it fourth inning. Bases loaded, two outs. Uh, he came up and uh, he got the outs, but uh, he he got he struck out on ninety three point nine miles per hour fastball. But as Dusty Baker and Martin Maldonado would say, he's not paid to uh, hit the ball. He's paid to catch the ball and guide. That the, isn't, guide that is such a that is hogwash. You, you you are paid to hit. You are you are paid to hit when you get up to the plate. You're not a pitcher in the National League. You you don't look. But here's the thing, though, Eric. I can't even get mad at Maldonado. Tucker was 0 for 4. Tucker looked feeble at the plate. You've got to give credit to Jordan Montgomery. He absolutely right. mixed his pitches and kept these hitters off balance. Again, this is not uncharted territory. This is not new to us. The Rangers had their day. They looked great out there. Their offense didn't exactly explode. They scored two runs. But this is my fear. If you get the Rangers in a low-scoring game and you fail to counterpunch that and go in front of them and win the game 3-2, to two, are you going to be able to keep this offense at bay the rest of the series? That is the danger with this right. Rangers offense. It is very potent and it is very powerful. What I would like for the Astros to do, and I don't care if it's a three to two, I don't care if it's a one to nothing win. We need to keep them off the board. Don't give them more than a couple runs, but you got to come out and score. I am absolutely, and this is weird, I'm comfortable with the Astros going to Arlington and getting a one-one split because we love playing in Arlington. And the last time we played there, we we pretty much we scored 39 runs, right? Something's we we crazy crushed like them. It was it was brutal, and golly, it was so funny. Whenever you were there, when Aroldis Chapman came in, everybody like half of people were <laughs> booing, but everybody was cheering. Everybody we started like, cheering. Yes, we were so excited. And then I saw some Yankees fan on Twitter go, Aroldis Chapman owns the Astros, and I'm like, oh gosh, this is this is just Trollville USA. So. You know, again, tip your hat to look. I I'll tell you this: that Evan Carter kid impresses the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. If they're, you know, they 
the the Mariners have Julio Julio Rodriguez. Evan Carter's twenty, flipping one years old. He just turned twenty one. Oh crap! Are we gonna hear? He's yeah. twenty one. He's twenty one. I'm just He's saying. 21. I'm just saying. I heard it tonight, and I was like, ah, oh, no. So, but I still like the Astros' chances in Game Two. I like the Astros' chances even with Framberg Valdez on the mound. The bottom line is you've got to counter, and if Eovaldi is on, you've got to jump on mistakes early. If he's going to challenge you with the fastball early, you've got to be swinging early. That's what they did with Verlander. They got the four hits, and look, he got bases loaded. That that inning, Eric, could have gotten out of control, and it didn't. So the Astros have no one to blame but themselves. They absolutely failed to execute. They absolutely they they smoked the ball half the time they hit the ball, but they just didn't they just didn't get it done. What what are you reaching for now? Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> we're not. Are we gonna talk about Jose Altuve? Did you just? Why are we? Gonna... <laughs> Jose Altuve, this guy. Look, I I, I love Jose. Jose Altuve is my favorite all time. Um, Astros player and his base running blunder was just brutal. Let's see. Hold on. Um, let's see, Ricardo Gonzalez. I'm about to put him in timeout. So while while you're doing whatever you're doing, I'm gonna go and kind of set up the situation. Uh, the, uh, Chapman just came in and gave up a after all the fans cheered, and it felt like oh my gosh, we just had this home run, oh. or it just felt like at least a double or something. And then Evan, um. Um, come on, Eric. Ad- address it because people listening. Can't no, see I'm. It. I'm. I Eric, can't shave, shave your. My, uh, no, no, I'm shave actually, your whole beard. Come on, shave your beard to change the look, Eric. Where's your devotion? Well, I'm tr- doing this for a costume for Halloween. I'm trying to be Rip oh. Wheeler, so I've. It's taking a long time to grow this out, and <laughs> so. Anyway, uh, if I can actually talk, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Go ahead, but, man, I'm sorry. Um, but in but then uh, you had Chapman give up the long fly ball to Bregman. Mm-hmm. Evan Carter made it a great catch, and Altuve knew he had to get back to first base. And he said after the game, he said, "I knew, I knew, I I had to get back to first base." And so, but what he forgot to do was he forgot to tag second base and I saw the replay and they didn't catch initially. They had to go back the, they had to do ump review. And unfortunately he did miss the bag. And so I know he was asked a zillion questions after the game. Mm. Uh, You have a few uh, quotes. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to actually play this and I got permission to play this. So I'm going to, I'm going to play this and I want to, I want to hear what you think about, the tone the reporter took. I don't necessarily have a problem with the question, but how he asked the question. Y'all listen. Did you know you didn't? No, I don't know. So you assumed you did because you crossed over it? I don't know anything. You know, you you do what you do and does it. So it was a reaction to the fact that the ball was caught and you had to get back. Yes, that's the only thing you see. You know, I thought the ball was... You know, over his uh, head, didn't think he was going to make the play he made, this great play. And then you just trying to come back to first. That's what I did. And I guess that in a game of this magnitude, that late in the game of a very close game, it's, it's even bigger of a uh, situation in which you guys may have missed an opportunity. So how do you like, how do you reconcile that with yourself? 
mistake. That's a very long question. I forgot the very beginning. Can you repeat? Yeah, yeah. I sometimes do that. Yeah, sorry. Okay, so look, I'm going to stop it right there. Yeah, Jose Altuve said that was a very long question. What the guy basically said was, and what I think he was getting at was, how do you recover from making a mistake like that? But the way he worded it, it was so condescending. And to me, it was so off-putting. He was like, when you did this, did you even realize that you didn't touch the bag? And when when you make a mistake like that, how do, how do you recover? How do you ever like, basically like, almost like, how do you live with yourself, Jose Altuve? It was such right. a terrible mistake. It was, I don't know, like, I was really, really turned off by this question. I get the reporters have a duty to ask the questions. I don't mind hard questions. I know Chandler Rome gets a lot of crap because he asks tough questions. I love tough questions. I like good reporting. But to me, when you browbeat this thing and when you talk down to the player as if he's stupid or as if he realized, not a future, like, do you? Sorry, uh, not a future Hall of Famer, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, honestly, if they would ask this to like a Bryce Harper or Ronald Acuna Jr. or even Evan Carter or some Ranger, like I would have thought the same thing. I just, I just thought it was lame. I have no idea who the guy was or who he even writes for, but it just, it just looked really bad. Um, the bottom line is this, this team beat themselves, Eric. They, they made mistakes. Mm -hmm. They didn't get hits when they needed it. And you had Michael Brantley on the bench. You had Michael Brantley <laughs> on the freaking bench. What in the heck are we doing in a game where we can't hit? We got the professional hitter. Don't give me the lefty on lefty bull crap. Let me tell you something I'm excited about. FanDuel. That's right. October baseball is back and it is stressful. Why won't you? Why don't you make your postseason debut with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Join FanDuel today and you'll get started with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to create your new account. Then you can get in on the action from the first pitch to the final out. Bet on everything from strikeouts to home runs to who will win the game. How many home runs will Jordan Alvarez hit in game two? I don't know. Will the Astros score more than two runs? We don't know. But if you want to go and predict the win, this is what you got to do. You don't even have to wait until your team gets the win. You can basically predict what happens in the next at bat with quick bets. That's right. So head over to FanDuel.com slash locked on right now. Step up to the plate this postseason with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. And make sure that if you're going to go watch the game tomorrow, go check it out at your local Hooters. Katie, Sugarland, Pearland, Pasadena, Galveston, NASA, anywhere in between, anywhere in Houston. They have great specials every single day, Monday through Friday. They got specials. If you tell them Locked on Astros sent you, you'll get a free basket of fried pickles. They've got smoked wings. They've got breaded wings. They've got boneless. They've got bone-in. And they even have desserts. They've got great brews, $3 Blue Moons every day, $9.99 Michelob Ultra Pitchers. And on Thursday nights, they have Thursday night football, Thursday night karaoke at Pearland and NASA stores. Wherever you go, no matter what location you go to, Locked on Astros recommends it because that's where we go when we go to watch the Astros 
We get the best wings in town, and we go check them out at Hooters. So check them out today. All right, guys, don't forget, if you can't actually watch the game, go ahead and listen to the game on SiriusXM. All you have to do is just download the app. Um, it's really easy to find. SXM, search Astros. You can hear all the play-by-play action. It starts at 337. Oh. Yes, it's a weird time, but it is a, a, a day game. So um, go ahead and cut out work early and just go ahead and listen to the game. Um, if you can't be at the game or watch the game. So I'm excited about tomorrow's game. And uh, Brett, I, I'm partially ex- excited to wonder what was said in the Rangers clubhouse. Did they say something like attaboy, um, Altuve, or something like that to kind of that maybe a, a reporter will leak out and uh, that kind wow. of becomes bulletin board material for the Astros to rally back because now – they have to win four out of six games. So yeah. instead of winning four out of seven, they now win out four out of six. So they can only lose two more games um, in the series. And Altuve, uh, to his credit, he did say when the reporter uh, questioned him uh, and when he repeatedly asked the same question, he basically said, um, he said, how do you how do you carry this on to the next game? He said, we don't. Uh, we just forget. We just uh, move on. We play the next game. And that's what the Astros got to do. They can't go ahead and just harp oh my gosh we got shut out by the rangers the rangers are the best team in baseball i we might as well just go and give them the <laughs> um the pennant right now uh but we got to remember we got from valdez on the mound and he's actually pretty darn good good against the rangers he has a career 290 era with the seven to five record and 83.2 innings pitch he has 89 strikeouts and uh if you're talking if you want to know what he's done in the postseason he is 17, sorry, seven and three with, um, where's the ERA? A 3.82 ERA. Yes, um, his first start this year was not great. He has a 10.38 ERA, but in 2022, he was 1.44. Uh, 2021, 7.78. Uh, 2020, 1.88. So you have to wonder if he has that every other year where he's so- really good. So I want to address this. Um, yeah, no, exactly. Um, you, you, you want that, you want that guy, that version tomorrow. Right. Um, David said, why was Altuve so desperate to score? What do you mean? Like, did you think that Evan Carter was going to catch that ball? Cause I didn't, I didn't think Evan Carter was going to catch it. I mean, I honestly thought it was going to go over his head. It wasn't that he was desperate to score, but they're down two to nothing. And that ball absolutely looked like it was tailing away from him. And he made a hell of a catch. That was a Chas McCormick type of catch that's a catch that for us we may look back and go had evan carter missed that ball or misplayed that ball because he's a rookie and that's the type of ball that a rookie misses right i mean even athletic guys you know dude what was like did you notice how evan carter put kyle tucker to sleep when he hit that ball into right field he kind of jogged at first and then Tucker kind of let up on getting the ball. And then he just took off like a freaking like energizer bunny. And now, I mean, Tucker almost got him because of his arm is amazing, but I was, I was surprised. I knew he was fast. I didn't know he was that fast. So yeah, honestly, um, look, the bottom line is this Jose Altuve made a base running blunder. I mean, I don't think anybody in that park thought that he was going to catch that ball. 
I mean, Evan Carter probably thought he was going to catch the ball. But um, that is something that we'll just have to wonder, like, what if, what if, what if? But you know what? It didn't happen. So you put it behind you. Like Altuve said, they asked him, where do you go from here? He's like, we put it behind us. We move on. We don't, like you said, Eric, we don't, oh, oh my gosh, the Rangers beat us in game one. We're done. We're going to fold like lawn chairs, and the Rangers are our daddy all of a sudden, and blah, blah, blah. So that's just not going to be the case for this team. Um, if this is the way the games are going to go and they're going to be low scoring, then this really could easily extend into seven games. Because if they get a split here and the Astros, I mean, just go take two out of three, you bring it back to Houston. I would hope that they don't have a repeat performance from game one, but you would like their chances, I think, coming back if they gain momentum, kind of like they did in Philadelphia when they went there. So they've been surprised. They've had the brakes beat off of them. I mean, when Philadelphia won that second game, dude, that was a bad, that was a beat down right and then they came back the next day and threw the multiple pitcher no hitter so you know eric tip your hat to the rangers you know congrats to them they're up 1-0 but nobody's ever won a series with one game and it's not over till it's over so i still like our astros chances but the bats absolutely have to wake up they can't be silent and it still baffles me how they do this at home it, right. it just it absolutely baffles me. And it's not just because Jordan Montgomery was good today or better than the Astros. They've been doing this all season. And right. I, I really thought they turned a page and flipped the switch. But I, I just I, I hope we end this home no scoring bull crap because it's brutal, you know. All right. So um I need to clarify something because people are still confused about the thing. I my comment was the Astros need to win four of six games. So right. that means they can, if they want to win, they can only lose two games. That's what I was saying. If they lose three games, they're done. So if they lose okay. three more games from this point. So I, that's what I was saying. If they lose two more games, the rest of the series, they're good. Uh, so, but if they, oh, lose, they, okay. Okay. Yeah. Because, because, yeah, because it did sound like they, they, anyways, yeah. I, I was just clarifying for you because I didn't want it to get miscommunicated um you know how people will take our words sometimes and run with them so um i was just trying to help you out there but hey dude um good luck at the game tomorrow um are are you gonna so i i guess you're not shaving no i'm not shaving <laughs> guys thank you for being elegant astros fans and listening to the lockdown astros podcast even after a loss we had 200 people listening live go and give us a like go and uh, subscribe to us on youtube and make us your first listen Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, go and check out the Lockdown Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. Very tired. This is Brett Chansey. He's also tired. And we're going to go and go to bed and hope wake up tomorrow and hope that the Astros turn things around because you know what? They're still the champions, and they're hopefully they're going to go back and do it again this year. Uh, so we'll see you tomorrow, and go Strips. Wow, thanks for letting me have a final word there. There... You have uh, two seconds. No, I'm good. <laughs>